Hola, ¿qué tal amigos? Welcome to another episode of Academics on Amigos. I am your host, Anthony Ramirez. We have a great episode today. This week, Diana Prince returns to Academics on Amigos, and not only do I get to ask her questions, but she gets to ask me questions, so I'm on the hot seat this week as well. So we have a fantastic conversation that I hope you'll enjoy. There's comics and a lot of great stuff. So we hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Academics on Amigos. Um, today, we're doing something very cool. We're doing very uh, something I haven't done before. Um, we're bringing back a guest from past episode. Um, you might remember Diana Prince. If you don't remember Diana Prince, let me give you a little bit of information really quick. She's a biological researcher, a biological science researcher, excuse me, artist, president, founder of a nonprofit organization called DLP, Dreams for Dreams. And this is the most important part. This is the most important part. We got, we got to highlight this, okay? A Wonder Woman fan, extraordinaire, enthusiast, and expert. In other words, she's she's like any act, uh, any um, uh, oh my god, we we had just practices. <laughs> um, any type, any type of any type of adjective that starts with E, that's that's Diana with uh, Wonder Woman. So expert, enthusiast, positive, positive describes my eagerness. Ooh, another one. Oh, my another eagerness e. to another one. Learn more about Wonder Woman. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And if you haven't had a chance to hear uh, Diana's first episode, what are you all doing here? Go go back, check that out. It's, it's a great episode. I know. It's one, of, one of the Traveling best. Traveling in time from season one episode. What was it? Season That was nine? Uh, nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, nine or ten. Yeah. Here I come. <clears throat> are we, are we going to have a discussion about the multiverse? Oh, I know. We need to blast everybody's mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's a total inside joke with us but um yeah welcome back to academics and amigos diana all right thank you thank you for having me back that's like a good sign hopefully first oh, one was actually good it was episode. amazing it was great <laughs> I hopefully I, this one's even better i think so i think it'll be even better so this time around we're doing something a little bit different um you know, I'll, I have a couple of questions for Diana and I know she has a couple of questions for me. I have no idea what these mm-hmm. questions are going to be. So it's going to be in a very exciting episode, uh, full of fun and surprises for, for all of us all around. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had questions. Oh, I have questions. I'm just kidding. Ah, they're, they're easy <laughs> questions. They're easy questions. You got this. Like, I believe okay, in you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So surprise, <laughs> but I'll, I'll let you go ahead with your questions first. Well, maybe we can do one in one or let's see how we can do that. We can do one in one. Okay. All right. Because our conversation is always pretty interesting. Hopefully everyone can keep up. We do have interesting conversations. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I wanted to give a little bit of background on you too. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember I did mention like, why don't you let anybody interview you? You interview all these people, but nobody interviews you. So then Anthony gave me the honor of interviewing him. But <clears throat> I wanted to give it a little twist since I'm not the host. Like Anthony, I want to give it a little twist. Your co-host a today. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm so honored to be here. And yeah, I give it a little twist, make it a little unconventional and orthodox and see how it goes. Um, but yeah, like I was telling you um, the other day or the, like many times I've told you before, but I think it's super cool what you do. I don't think that people know enough about you. 
And I mean, who, who, seriously, who, I, what I want to share with everybody is that like every time I, like we actually, whoa, how was your day been? What are you doing? And then every time I ask you, you're like, oh, I'm studying, I'm writing my dissertation, I'm like going to teach. And then like, you, you, I remember like recently you sent me a picture like, oh, I'm studying and you were just reading. I was, I was reading uh, one of my comics from uh, my dissertation. Yeah. So oh, we're, we're having some technical issues. So if you hear some issues, uh, that, that's what's going on. Um, but yeah, um, well, <laughs> well, Diana fixes um, some stuff on her and posted up on my Instagram that I am doing research and it was a picture of a comic book. And um, so for my dissertation project, I am working on a, a project that um, I'm working on a project that, uh, oh, I was just filling in the audience on like what I'm doing for my dissertation, the, the image that you were mentioning. Because I told them we have technical issues. So while these technical issues are going on, we'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll fill in the audience with what's going on. <laughs> you know, the image that you mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was really incredible, like that there's um, like now we're living in a time where all the people who created the comic books in the mid 1900s, we uh, can totally appreciate the true art of them. When back then, um, we, <clears throat> back then nobody considered comic books as true literature. Nobody considered them as true artwork. And but now they are. I mean, like, how credible can comic books get? You're doing a PhD. I mean, you're going to be Dr. Comics, which I think is freaking amazing. So <laughs> That's your uh, nickname yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, like, what else would I call you, you know, Dr. Comics? That's, that's super cool. Anthony and, works, yeah, too. <laughs> Anthony works, too. Anthony, future Dr. Comics. I'll take it. Yeah, so um, leading up on that, um, yeah, well, I think you're filling in with the with like with your work. And mm-hmm. That's what I was about to ask you. Um, what is it that you enjoy most about writing your dissertation besides reading the comics? Oh, that's, wow, that's a great question. Uh, what do I enjoy most about writing my dissertation? besides reading comic books okay uh well if if it wasn't if it wasn't beside uh if it wasn't the reading comic books part um i think the fun part about it is that i get to research and write about and read about things that are extremely near and dear to my heart and something i'm passionate about i always um and this is a conversation you and i've had too that I always try to encourage people to find their passion and to use that passion and, and make something out of it. And so what I, what I'm doing from a dissertation or I'm writing and reading and creating something that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about the U S Mexico border being from El Paso. That's something that's very near and dear to my heart. I love comic books and, and popular culture and Latinx representation and identity. And those are all things that are very near and dear to my heart. And so the fact that I get to write about all this stuff and 
have fun with it and talk about it. That's the, that's the cool part. That's the best thing I could do, you know, because I think, especially with a project of this type of like magnitude and weight, you have to find something that you really enjoy because you're going to put a lot of time and effort into it. And, um, I mean, if I'm going to spend this much time on it, I, I, I have to find something that's like super, 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 um, I'm passionate about. So, you know, I think this is a, this is a great one. So, I, I mean, that'd be my answer, you know, uh, I'm passionate about the subject matters and that's what I love about it. And so that's the fun part and awesome aspect mm -hmm. of it. So what is the one element of comic books that you absolutely find so passionate that you just really connect with? What is it in there? that you think I just have to study this and that you continue saying because you're so passionate about it, like you said? Wow, that's a good question too. You're on fire with these <laughs> questions. You're on fire. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> those are really good. Um, oh. Oh. What is it specifically? Um, okay, so I don't know. if uh, I would say it's either a mix of storytelling or the characters because... I would, I would probably have to say the storytelling because mm -hmm. without a good story, you can't really get into like, you can't really get too immersed into the world of, of the, of the, the narrative that's being told because I've read, I've read, and I think I've probably recommended to you like so many comics too, um, that store of stories that I've read. And I, I think I mentioned to you and your sister, that I mentioned Why the Last Man and Day Tripper and I think Punk Rock Jesus. I always mention those comics and recommend those comics to people. And those three comics in particular have nothing to do with my dissertation. But, <laughs> but the, do they really not have anything to do with your dissertation? Uh, I could maybe, oh, no, not well, no, Day Tripper, maybe. Um, but it has nothing to do with a border, but there is like excuse me um latinx representation involved because it talks about a brazilian man and goes through his life i'll, I'll put it that way um because i don't want to give too much away because um i think the best part about that book is like finding out um how each story ends because it's divided into different aspects of this person's life but each of the stories in that graphic novel or, or um, comic series end the same way. Um, mm -hmm. they, and so that's all I'll give in terms of that, but the way that it's written, it's, it's just, and, and like the, the, those three comics that I mentioned, um, the story and the narrative is just so deep and rich. And to me, that's, I think what's the most fun part about comic books that you just dive into and that there from there, you can analyze it and critique it. And then you can go into the characters and the themes and all that other good stuff. So I would say it's a storytelling that keeps me going within comic books because um, without storytelling and the narrative, you can't get character development. You can't get, um any of the cool fun stuff that makes these characters so fun and interesting you know like you love wonder woman for for the many different stories that she's a part of and 
through the narrative and through the storytelling, you fell in love with the character because of the way that she was written. And that's the same thing with me, like with Batman and for Spider-Man, you know, we resonate with these characters because um, through the narrative and through the stories that they've, you know, that people have told of these characters throughout uh, these years that, you know, there's, there's just all of these good stories and you're just like, whoa, this one's cool. I like this one. This one gravitates towards me. And I don't know, it's just something special about storytelling within comic books. that's very different from just other forms of um, literature. I like, I call comics literature. So mm -hmm. they are literature. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so how, when you are analyzing and critiquing a comic book for your dissertation, what are you looking for? Ooh, uh, see, I haven't collected my data yet, so I can't really <laughs> answer that yet. Um, but in the little bit that I have read, um, I, I'm, I'm looking for representation. What I can say is this. Um, I'm looking for representations of the U.S.-Mexico border. I'm looking for border identity, border culture. I'm looking at how people of the border are represented within these comic books or graphic novels. Um, I'm looking at different, at the way that people are drawn. Um, mm -hmm. I'm looking at the way uh, the writers use language, uh, if they use Spanish at all. Um I just look at I look at different things like that to mm -hmm. to try to make my argument and 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 just mm -hmm. to showcase like what is there and what can be done better you know um, yeah. and so I mean that's what I can answer at the moment <laughs> um, mm -hmm. but there's different themes and stuff that will come up a little bit later but unfortunately I don't have a concrete themes just yet but I'll get back to you mm -hmm. on that yeah so this far what is a Latine representation that you have found in a comic book whether it be for your dissertation, um, in Batman, anything that you said? Oh, uh, Latine. Okay, Latine characters um, that I found representation. Okay. Uh, I don't know if people know this one or not. I, I, I had this conversation with Dr. Gabriel, Gabriel Cruz um, on his podcast, and we were talking about Latine characters. And um, a lot of people don't know Bane is a Latino. Um, oh, yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's one character I always think is fun to discuss, but uh, he's a bad guy. So, um, but his backstory is really cool. Um, and so, yeah, there's that. But I think he's in film interpretations, he's kind of become a joke. But mm -hmm. like, if you watch like my favorite interpretation of Batman, Batman the animated series, and even in, couple, in a couple of video games, he's, you could tell that he has like a Latino accent and like, like I will break you, Batman. He he sounds like that, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that's a perfect imitation. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. If, <laughs> if anybody needs voice acting, I will be happy to take on that as my other job. I know. Uh, if, but if the PhD thing doesn't work, uh, you know, I'll go into voice. That'll be your, your your other business. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, right? Uh, that's uh, one of our many businesses. Uh, <laughs> uh, another inside joke, um, but. Yeah, Bane's a cool one that I think is really interesting that I think people don't really dive into too often. Um, but one that I like to, like, there's three characters. I, I did a paper on three characters specifically. I focused on um, El Diablo from Suicide Squad. 
Oh my god, he's so cool. Right? He was an awesome character. Um, so I, I discussed him. I talked about his tattoos, the symbolism of his tattoos, and how they represent like his Latine um or Latinidad. And um I, I talked about that. I talked about um his name too, El Diablo, that alone too, uh, mm-hmm. is a signifier of Latinidad as well. It's like it's in Spanish, it means the devil and all this other stuff. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes with that too that come into play like the gang member aspect the the kind of like cholio type of character um mm-hmm. and uh you know there's a lot of interesting things that came into play with him um like his tattoos like i mentioned earlier um the way he's dressed being from los angeles which is a heavily populated area for um you know latina people um specifically i would i would say mexican-american population um so there that one's uh an interesting character that I, I had a chance to um critique and analyze and, and find out some stuff about. Um and then another one is Miles Morales. Oh yeah, he's a really yeah. good one too. Yeah, so I, I had a chance to look uh his stuff up on uh into the spider-verse and that one is interesting because it's Afro-Latino, his mom's Puerto Rican. And, you know, we just see a little bit of his Latinidad within the film. You know, he speaks Spanish very little. Um, and, you know, but I think it was an interesting example. And then another one that I could think of, too, is uh, it's not really a comic book character, but it was inspired by comics and is El Chicano. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have a chance to watch that movie? No, I haven't. No, that's okay. Unfortunately, I haven't. <laughs> um, probably a conversation for another day. Like I can go deeper into that with you, but um, it, it, I don't know. It's like I appreciate the effort that they tried to do with that movie in terms of representation. Um, mm-hmm. but I think they tried too hard. Um, like they were trying to be overly Latino, like include too much Latinidad into it. And so, um, yeah. Do you but, think that that overt Latinidad came off the wrong way? Perhaps would you would you critique uh, it that way? I mean, well, that, that's yeah. I mean, they tried too hard. I think that's what happened. You know, it's like mm-hmm. what I appreciated the attempt, like I said, but at the same time, it came off as like we're trying too hard to try to make this um, work and try to make this like overly um latinx or latine and it's i don't know like it didn't seem genuine it came off as um i don't know like like kind of plastic you know what i mean kind of like fake um yeah like a plastic former representation like i don't know like yeah but i i appreciate it but at the same time there's like i said i have that critique about it but what i found so interesting about all of this and one of my other critiques about it is that in these three representations and like even in all three of those films that we discussed um there isn't really a female latina superhero you know i think the closest oh, yeah. that we can maybe talk to, to like maybe think about is zoe saldana's um gamora but she's mm. an alien or the new yara flor wonder girl oh yeah yeah yara flor is she's super from cool. brazil yeah but she's super new yeah she's super new and i i was reading um like a few weeks ago that most of the superheroes in the comics mm-hmm. are either black or they're white 
Mm-hmm. But only newly, like only recently, have they been making them a little bit more mm-hmm. like uh, different people of color, like uh, yeah. like Yara Flor from Brazil, um, uh, like Zatana, Zatana. I think she's pretty like recent too in regards to the history of like comics. Um, I, right now, I can't think of anyone else, but I, I think that they they are really new. Mm-hmm. And what I think super cool too, and I, this is something I am mentioning in my dissertation, um, that what I think is really cool, and I, I know I'm noticing it more with DC. Um, I know Marvel included Robbie Reyes uh, in in their Agents of Shield show, but mm-hmm. in the films part uh, in the film space, I know that they're trying to do uh, America Chavez who is a Puerto Rican LGBTQ character, which I think is pretty cool. And then they also have a, um, and then DC on their side, they're, they're doing a Latina Colombian Supergirl, which mm-hmm. is super cool. The actress is Colombian um, and she's going to be in the flash film and, and she's a Latina super Supergirl. So that alone is pretty epic. Um, yeah. And then there's an totally. Afro. Yeah. It's so cool. And then there's an Afro Latina Batgirl which mm-hmm. I think super cool too. Um, and then Batgirl or Batwoman? Batgirl. Batgirl. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbara Gordon. Oh, she's Barbara Gordon. Oh my God. That's yeah. cool. So that's really cool. And then the final one, the one I'm super, super excited for because he's from our hometown of El Paso is uh, Blue Beetle. <gasps> oh my God. Blue Beetle. I was, I'm dying to watch him. So they're going to start working on that soon. And so I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that. So um, I could have mentioned Blue Beetle earlier too, but I was going to save the best for last. So Okay. So picking up from there, what do you, what would be your worst nightmare for comic books or for the comic book industry? <laughs> um, wow. That's, that's a, oh. I'm telling you, you're asking some amazing questions. You're fantastic. Uh, thank you. I should say wonderful for Wonder Woman. So. Oh. Um, with an E adjective? Oh. Uh, Just kidding. Electric questions. Electric, wonderful uh, electric questions. Uh, um, excellent questions. Excellent. Yeah. Fair. Okay. I'm going to sound like an industrial. Excellent. Um. <laughs> um okay the worst thing that could ha- i would say like for for comic books to like for a character for the comic books in general i would you know i think the worst thing that could probably happen to comic books if i i mean this is worst case scenario but if the if the publishing industries were to die mm-hmm. you know um i mean that'd be like the worst and most i think like depressing thing that could probably happen because I, mm-hmm. I I mean I hope it never happens and I don't foresee it happening, um, but I mean that would be such a bummer because like all the characters and you know that we love and that so many people love are are in these comic books. I like to think of them as American mythology, and mm-hmm. um, I think that is a perfect description for that. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, and and with this American mythology, it's like how can we keep it going if we can't if we don't have the comic books themselves? You know, we might have yeah. these TV shows, we might have these movies, and 
other forms of media but i mean the source material is the comic books and if you were to lose that i think that'd be the most devastating thing that could happen mm-hmm. it's like losing your childhood there yes it's like it's yeah it would be like that mm-hmm. so what, what question do you have for me now? Ooh. okay how are you doing how am i doing yeah well i haven't like reflected upon my recent activities i'm just kidding <laughs> no I'm, I'm doing good i'm doing good thank god That's um awesome. yeah I love, it. I love it um so uh the last time that we spoke on the podcast um you have now graduated with your master's mm-hmm. right i saw you i, I saw you <laughs> your graduation oh and yeah that, that was, was cool fun. that was cool um so i want to know so like we'll tell the audience yeah I'll, I'll tell the audience a little bit so they can get a little switch yeah, yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> the graduation was held at the football stadium at my university and i was planning on doing a full dress up as wonder woman under my graduation gown but i thought oh, i don't know how i'm going to be able to pull that off and there's like, so little time walking across the stage so I just slipped on the Wonder Woman bracelet cuffs and just wore a regular dress. Then I go up there and then they announce my name and I walk up there and I'm so nervous. I'm incredibly nervous because I thought like, am I going to have enough time? I don't want to take um, the person that's after me. I don't want to take their time. So then I, I roll up my sleeves and then I do the Wonder Woman pose with like one arm over the other in front of my chest. And then I hear like some people like cheering and I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, like people actually liked it. I'm, I'm really excited. And then I, I walked down the stage and I see Diana, I hear Diana, Diana and, I hear, and I turn around and it was Anthony. He's like, oh my God, it was amazing. And yeah, that was super cool because I, I didn't expect to see Anthony there and I, I really didn't expect anyone to like really catch that because it was so fast, but it, it was so much fun. That was super cool. Like I, I was looking at the, looking at the monitor, and I was like, "Wow, she looks familiar." I was like, "Oh snap, <laughs> that's Diana!" I was like, "That's so cool." And then they announce your name, and I see you do the pose and everything. I was like, "Oh, that's like, so for cool. sure, that's her." I'm all like, "Yo, that's that's Diana. That's Diana." Yeah, yeah, like, like no doubt. No doubt. Like mm-hmm. I was like, that that was cool. That was really cool um but yeah it was like it was it wasn't something that was planned either it was um it was cool like uh, on my end yeah, least, just, like it, we we just it was a happy accident that we saw each other that day and it was really cool yeah because like i had just thought of it like a few minutes before the graduation i thought like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna dress up as a wonder woman but then i chickened out <laughs> and did i yeah the we did the no i didn't have it with me i left it at home oh okay but yeah yeah but it would have been super cool I was like, wow. I was like, that's pretty cool. I, I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, hmm. But I, the bracelets alone were super epic. Yeah. Yeah, I was really happy. And my family is really happy to see me do that. I didn't tell anyone I was going to do that. <laughs> it was just last minute. And I thought, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And the whole time I was sitting there before they announced my name, I was just nervous thinking about how I'm going to do it. How am I going to do it? No, nah, it was awesome. And- <laughs> Well, I'm glad it came out awesome. Uh, it, it felt was, amazing. It felt amazing. I felt like a true superhero. You are a true superhero. Everything. Oh, thank you. 
you know it, it was, it, was cool. it, it was really cool it, like everything was just like fitting it was it was, it was great it was fitting it was, that what made it so epic that's what made it so beautiful and i will always remember that very yeah yeah i will always remember that very iconic moment mm-hmm. I, I was ha- i'm happy that i was there for that yeah it was it was super cool it was to awesome. have like such a close friend as you'd be there too it was really cool yeah I, I loved it it was awesome so i was curious like with all that being said i was curious like um you kind of mentioned it like you, you're kind of mm. answering this question too like what is new with you and what are some professional updates that you have going on right now what is new with me well let me see new i don't know i i pretty much tell you like everything that i'm doing so i don't, I don't know what's new um I'm looking into like maybe doing a PhD in biosciences. Hey. Um, hopefully, hopefully in the same in the same theme. Like when I, if I graduate and I walk up there, I'll do like the full costume. I don't know what costume though, because we were talking about that earlier. I'm like, what costume would you do? And if I had the money, I'd just buy all of them and like wear them around the house, no matter what. Like I wouldn't even have regular clothes. I would just have a bunch of Wonder Woman costumes and wear that as regular clothes. You'll see me at Walmart. Hey, Anthony. Like, I mean, why not, like washing right? my car, I'll just be dressed a little bit. I know why not. So yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably do that. Probably do that at the next graduation, maybe. And I mean, if 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 you're to do, the, if you're not able to do like the full Wonder Woman, at least maybe add the tiara. I think that'd be kind of cool, right? A little addition. Oh yeah, to the graduation cap. Yeah. Super amazing! I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that yet. So I'll I mean, so but definitely I'll I'll add more. I'll add more. I'll add, definitely add the tiara. I'll add more like her costume, whichever when I decide to do. So Doctor Wonder Woman coming soon. Hopefully, hopefully, oh, yeah. Nice. See, yeah, yeah we I, talked about this. So. We, we oh have, yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah. But he told me that my nickname would be Doctor Wonder Woman. He's Doctor Comics. And then we were talking about it with Manny, like be Dr. Manstash too. But my sister came up with that. It was yeah, funny. yeah. So Diana knows uh, Manny, who is also a former guest of Academic Study uh, and Amigos. My God, how do I not know the name of my own podcast? I'm <laughs> <laughs> all stumbling over it. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Diana knows Manny, and uh, we got together a while back. And um, the, over the summer, we got together, and it was Diana, her sister Priscilla. Manny and myself and got some sushi and we were just there joking around and came up with some really cool nicknames and mm. we even have a group name and everything. Um, so we're, we're just a bunch of cool kids doing some cool stuff and living <laughs> our best lives. Or so we like to think. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. We pretty yeah. much are, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. We are, we are. <laughs> it's a gift and a curse, you know. I mean, yeah. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm it's joking. not easy being this cool. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, kidding. sometimes it's a little hard. Sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but that's really cool. Like, um, do you have any schools in mind of where you'd like to pursue a PhD? No, because I, I like to, like you said, like you're passionate about comics and passionate about science and and the arts and Wonder Woman. I just want to. I wouldn't choose a school necessarily for the prestige. I would choose the school based on um, a, sh- a shared love for science. 
Nice. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's awesome. Um, speaking about Wonder Woman, I think I, we have to, I have to ask you a question about Wonder Woman. I think mm-hmm. like it, it's a must, you know, and, and so in the last episode and you and I often always talk about like our, our favorite characters and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, in the, in the last episode, you spoke so highly about your love for Wonder Woman. And, uh, even throughout this episode, you've mentioned it. And so I'm, I'm curious, like, why do you think fandom and having a character, like a Wonder Woman, or in my case, like a Batman or a Spider-Man, is so important to a person's identity. So important to a person's identity? Um, I think it certainly depends on what phase of life you're on. Mm-hmm. I found her as a child. I think mm-hmm. I said previously you found Batman also in your childhood. Mm-hmm. So it, I think no matter what, it, it, it's going to take an influence. It's going to have an influence in your life no matter how old you're, because you're always learning. You're always absorbing things. One is always, um, everything has an impact in your life. It shapes you. And I think that um, it depends on like what part of your life you're in and where you find it. And I think that Wonder Woman is in Batman or the other character, especially Characters such as Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman who are older than most of us who are alive right now. They have so much history, so much complexity. They have absorbed the personalities and backgrounds of everyone who's added on to them. They have so many creators, so many writers, um, that it's going to speak to us all, no matter what. It's going to speak to us all. I like that. It's deep and profound. (laughs) Thank you. Speaking of deep and profound and into the same topic, my question is, if Batman lived in Texas right now, would he carry a gun? Oh, snap. Oh, wow. That's a cool <laughs> question. <laughs> oh, um, hmm. Well, I mean, if it was, if it was still in the same Batman like lore and 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 everything, probably not because I mean, well, I mean, the original issues of Batman, there's a couple of issues in in his early comics where he did have a gun um and have guns, but I mean, the modern interpretation of it, you know. Yeah, I I do remember reading yeah. that he did have a gun, but because of the anti-gun movements back mm-hmm. in the early 1940s um the writers rewrote him to have no guns and to advocate um the anti-gun laws and to be a fighter like so skilled that he didn't need the help of a gun. but now that batman is changing that he's evolving do you think that he would have a gun right now if he lived in texas Oh man, I think that would change the character like, he, like completely he, though. It'd be like mm-hmm. so he, you think he'd still choose, no, I'm not gonna carry a gun. Hmm. Oh my gosh, it's I think so. I think he would still like like pun intended stick to his guns and not use guns. You know? Uh, if that makes sense, like, I don't think he would, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't think he would use guns. Uh, basically, is what I'm trying to say, because um, he, if we're following the same classic, like I said, the storyline and stuff, 
you know, the reason he doesn't like to use guns is because of what happened to his parents. And so, um, so I think, yeah, I think Batman wouldn't use guns even if he was in Texas, you know, but if like, but man, that sounds like a really good story waiting to happen though. Right. Like if he was born in Texas. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be a really good story because I think he'd be, well, you know what, actually, there is a version of Batman that does use guns. It's the, oh my gosh, it was by Scott Snyder and Jock. They, uh, and it was in the Batman who laughs. Com- oh, the Grim Knight. That's what they call him, the Grim Knight. He's like, think of like the Punisher meets Batman. Uh-huh. And so that's pretty intense. Like it's a Batman who has like all these like guns and is just going after people instead of like putting them away in Arkham and all that stuff. He just straight up like kills them with guns and stuff. That's intense. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Especially so. because it's character of the Justice League, specifically mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman that they don't kill. They exactly. don't like to kill. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and this particular iteration is interesting because he's not a hero. I don't think, he, I don't know if he's this. Well, yeah, I think he's like a more of a villain type of Batman, too. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he'd be really interesting as an anti-hero, like, yeah, uh, like again, like a Punisher meets Batman. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, because I think that in the more recent years, like writers have tried to make more of an anti-hero mm-hmm. like, with his seriousness. Um, yeah, he's just so stern. And he's so correct. Kind of reminds me of the Mandalorian in a way. Yeah, ooh, that'd be cool. That's a paper in the uh-huh. making. I know. Um, so also, if Batman, maybe not in Texas, but he was born today recently, like he became Batman, who would be in real life his nemesis? Ooh, oh man. Uh, is there a certain person you want me to say? No, I'm just saying. With our, with, with our usual... <laughs> I know we had like... I use your banter and like making fun of stuff. Um, <laughs> you know who I'm thinking I mean, of, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. he'd be a, like Bruce Wayne would still be a billionaire, but he's real life nemesis. Uh, JB. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to do the song Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, there goes my Amazon sponsorship. Ah. Oh. um oh man that's a really good question though um like all joking aside oh i don't know i hmm. huh that's a multiverse batman there that's really a multiverse batman oh you stumped me like i told you i told you this is gonna be a multiverse blast oh definitely it's like the mind-blowing multiverse um continues um mm-hmm. oh my gosh diana you stumped me i have no idea like i think uh, in texas who would be a villain uh well, not in texas but like if like Batman gen- was a real person oh okay i'm still thinking of texas yeah <laughs> i'm still thinking of texas that's why um who is nemesis being real life oh i don't know that's a really good question uh, hmm. I wonder if like this that version of Batman too would um 
be like proactive in like social movements too yeah yeah you know because mm. i think wonder woman would definitely protect all the children mm-hmm. Def- all the children everywhere i think that would be her priority but i think yeah. a little bit darker who would be the nemesis of batman I, I i don't know like i think i think like the way that christopher nolan tackled it with um batman begins in the scarecrow i could totally see something like that happening like this like crazy professor that goes that's obsessed with fear and then mm-hmm. he wears like this creepy scarecrow mask and then he comes up with like I don't, know, I don't know i could see that happening maybe not the fear toxin type of thing but i could see something mm-hmm. like that but um but also i read somewhere too like if batman was real like it'd be an insane amount of money that it would cost to be like a batman oh i know like billions you know it's like oh man so even if bruce was a billionaire all the money go, would go to yeah he'd go broke yeah. because of being batman <laughs> so it's just like it's kind of ironic so maybe debt would be his biggest enemy <laughs> that's true and taxes yeah debt and taxes so you know so I, that's debt, my answer yeah. debt and taxes. that's true <laughs> that's a pretty good one that's so fun um, um yeah you reminded me of, of something though i was thinking um i heard um somebody mentioned to me like what would happen or like imagine they did a story of like what if superman instead of landing in kansas what if it was a superman who landed in like brownsville or like el paso or an area that's mm-hmm. heavy populated with um immigrants and you know like minorities like mm-hmm. of mexican descent too you know like how would that change the lore of um of uh, superman you know i think that'd be a really cool story to tell too like what if superman grew up as a mexican immigrant uh-huh you know that's that's a story like uh, still being from krypton but growing yeah. up as a mexican inter- yeah yeah that's yeah very interesting yeah, yeah. Somebody brought that I up. I think you me. sent me, you actually sent me a comic, and I think you mentioned it in the last episode, where there was Wonder Woman as a refugee. So yeah, it sounds it sounds a lot, it sounds very similar. It does sound like yeah, it sounds like something. I don't remember off the top of my head that, but yeah, it's been yeah. a while, but yeah. So it I, would it would be yeah, it would be an interesting take. Like who would Batman be if he was like wasn't born rich how would he how would he finance all of that yeah that would like, be really he'd be like an underground researcher scientist um feel like he's such a genius that he comes up with like this type of technology that like i don't know like maybe he's working in a like in a rabbit hole i don't know something <laughs> something random so i just want to throw this out there if any writers end up coming with coming up with any of these storylines please give us credit in some type of uh you know i know if you're listening you know, to this. because it's like these are really cool ideas you know i'm like mm-hmm. i was like i'd love to read the story that you just mentioned that'd be like cool like so, like a super grounded take on 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 batman that'd be really cool mm-hmm. you know um and then wonder woman is a refugee that sounds super cool too um but I think yeah. that comic already exists. Like she, there's already a comic where she's a refugee. I gotta look for just, it. Now you got me. Yeah. Look, you got you got my interest peaked. I'm like, hmm, gotta look it up and see. Um, oh, 
That sounds really cool. Who do you think Wonder Woman's villain would be like presently? Well, her villain would definitely be like the disparities, um, the disparities that affect children. Um, because her, her main priority, her mission is to help others unable to help themselves. So I think she'd go into every industry where every child that is like, um, doesn't have a welfare of like in healthcare is not um, benefiting from education, is not um, improving in their like social life, in their mental health, um, their, the access to resources, access to information. I think that she would definitely look onto those things. And I think that um, there's already a lot of women in government, in business, um, looking out for people like that. And I think that that was one of the, one of the greatest efforts. And I think that there's so many women present today who can be called Wonder Woman and all of their nemesis are the nemesis of, would be the nemesis of Wonder Woman. So I think that, and I think that, but in, in real life, it's actually more complex. Like nobody's like black and white. Um, we all have a role, we all provide something. And because of our shortcomings, because of our backgrounds, because of um, the limited um, information or limited love that we, that we have in, in different areas of our life, I think that unfortunately we also, we all put out a certain degree of negativity. So I think that for Wonder Woman, her nemesis would be her own self in her like like I said her own self in the negative aspects that she has as a person and then she will look outwardly and look out for those people who need all those basic resources and then build up from there that's powerful <laughs> that's, that's yeah wow. I, I think that that's truly her I think that's truly her it got me thinking like how would character like these characters that we admire so much deal with mental health mm -hmm. and you you just don't realize it I think that I love that there there's a new industry there's a new like department like the university dedicated to mental health and and I and I love especially more that there's more awareness of it yeah see this is a cool part about comic book characters that you can really dive mm -hmm. into topics that people don't necessarily think about and um i don't know i think that's the fun part about it you know it's like people wouldn't have thought like listening to the beginning of this episode that we were going to be talking about mental health and superheroes but here we are you know i know and they, they're just so i really admire wonder woman because she's just so grounded she's so mature and she's everything that i i aspire to be i would say it um but the beauty of life is to go through those struggles and overcome them absolutely I think that gives us purpose that keeps us busy you um it gives us gives us motivation because obviously when there's too much prosperity there's boredom and there's complacency and full circle around back to um shortcomings and lack of love mm -hmm. like being provided love and giving it to like you, you shouldn't withhold it so, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Wonder Woman. <laughs> it's, it's powerful. I'm telling you, it's great. That's great. 
Um, I have one more question for you. And then okay. I don't know if you have any more for me, but um, I have one more question for you. And okay. so um, I'm curious, like what you kind of, again, hinted at this, that you want to mm-hmm. pursue a PhD in the future, but uh-huh. I'll see you, what, what does the future hold for Diana Prince and where do you see yourself in five years? Ooh, that's a really good one. Where do I see myself in five years? Hmm. I always dream about, like, and this is a fantasy, obviously, like being in the lab and then making this like a super serum, like we were talking about, like making a super serum and then like drinking it or injecting it and then becoming like a real superhero. Mm-hmm. I always, I always dream about that. So um, I think that definitely for like the next month, years, um, definitely keep that energy and channeling into work that will be perpetually motivating for myself and for other people that no matter what it is um that's what i want to create it's what i want to leave um for other people that come after me um i i, I really want to indulge in my work um, because i mean we're, we're there at work we're at school most of the time um everybody is you spend most of your time during your life at work i think i should be be in a place, like you said, where you're just absolutely like in love with it. You're in love with it. It's and it's your purpose, it's your love, it's your motivation, and it's your gift to the world. That's what that's what I want to do. I love that. No that's matter, great. Yeah. So I think yeah. I have one more question for you. Okay. And that would be what is your favorite thing about comics in general mm-hmm. and what is one thing that you feel like comics should have had that they have now but they should have had since their conception uh I, i'll answer the second part first diversity okay. um I, I think they should they should have started with diversity since the beginning but i mean it i it makes sense if you look at the history of things um comic books were originally written by a bunch of white old du- white dudes um and so it makes sense that they're not necessarily old but... oh yeah yeah yeah. So I I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah a bunch of i'm so used to saying white old dudes for my classes because <laughs> that's uh that's what i say about the scholars i'm like yeah they're a bunch yeah. of old white dudes but no 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 i take that back you're absolutely <laughs> right then they're a bunch of um white dudes um uh, who wrote mm-hmm. these uh characters and so it makes sense that they're they're that these characters are are white and so um but i wish if if things were different that that you know diversity and characters of color were more prominent in early stages of comic books you know um Mm -hmm. i think that would have been phenomenal we see it now of course um like you mentioned yara flor from the new brazilian wonder woman i think that's phenomenal like like i never would have thought of seeing a brazilian wonder woman but now that we see that that's like so cool like like i it would I, that would always i would always have that in the back of my mind when i saw like disney movies the mm-hmm. comics i thought like well i i did really question what true beauty was what true intellect what true happiness was 
mm-hmm. because it already it, it already seems so defined, and I felt excluded because of because of my ethnicity, because of my race, because of um, the environment the environment I lived in. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's it wasn't because my existence was wrong. It was it was really because there isn't any the the creators of all that didn't couldn't relate to me. Um, didn't really include somebody like me in their thought process, in their productivity, in their creation. Um, I think that as unfortunate as that was, it, it, it gives us all a purpose. I, I spent a lot of time thinking about like, how would the next Wonder Woman be in? And, I, and the creation of the Art of Lord is, is I'm like there are like huge indication to me that other people felt that way too. That hey, there should be a Brazilian Wonder Woman. There should be a Wonder Woman of color, like Wonder Woman Nubia. She's the Black Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, because all these people of different races, different ethnicities um, around the world thought the same thing as I did, and I think that's super cool. I can totally connect with people like that too. Yeah, absolutely. Like. I mean, I th- and I think again, one of the cool aspects of characters like this too is finding a character you can connect with, and especially like something like like you see yourself in, you know, like 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 you mentioned, like um, with this type of character, you see yourself a lot more in in her because of like maybe certain features and things like that. But I mean even when we were younger and kids like we didn't see that so seeing it now it's like really cool so mm-hmm. i mean I, yeah i would say like diversity and representation like absolutely those are the two things for sure yeah yeah because i mean it matters it matters mm-hmm. and that's that's what i'm trying to that's my main argument in all of my research and work that diversity and representation matter and um mm-hmm yeah so that's uh that'd be my answer with that i think that diversity mm-hmm. and representation and highlight people of uh you know color and other types of minorities mm-hmm. you know but like i said i think they're doing a really good they're doing better with it could it be even better absolutely um but you know we take yeah. we take any victory that we can get and so right now i think it's heading on the right track so yeah yeah there's progress in that absolutely that's one of the great things about it yeah absolutely like not just Mm -hmm. in the comics but like in the movies and shows and all that good stuff so Mm -hmm. i mean progress is always whether it's an inch or a mile progress is progress so yeah we gotta take any victory that we can get so yeah absolutely yeah i think we had a really great conversation like always i was a little bit nervous i was like is it gonna be the questions gonna be good enough like they were phenomenal they were awesome and wonderful questions like you blew my mind like literally like oh (laughs) maybe not literally but figuratively (laughs) like i I felt a little piece of my brain though feel like float well i I should get that checked out enjoy my co-hosting everyone else did enjoy it too i mean thank you for being a co-host and asking me these great questions and thanks again for being on i appreciate it Right, now thank you again for inviting me. Thank you for having me. And to anybody listening, thank you again for clicking that button and saying, hey, I want to listen to her again. 
that's amazing <laughs> well is there anything you want to give a shout out to or um like last time that is there shout anything out. or uh you want to uh, promote i'm not sure but i definitely do want to thank you for inviting me um it's it was amazing how to always have a lot of fun talking to you and to anybody listening again because if i'm here again it's because people might have might have liked my first episode so that's really motivating that makes my day just knowing all that that's really cool and yeah absolutely people loved it and um i'm glad for anyone who listens to any of the episodes i really appreciate it and diana thanks so much for being uh, on again and for being an amazing person that you are and um you know I, I can't wait to see you again in person and have these awesome conversations in person again that we always have um so thanks again so much of course Thank you again, Diana, for being a guest and co-host of this week's Academics on Amigos. Be sure to follow Diana on Instagram and her nonprofit at DLP Dreams for Dreams. For more on Academics on Amigos, be sure to follow us and check out our new website at www.academicsonamigos.com. There you can check out past episodes and current episodes as well. And be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This episode was hosted, produced by Anthony Ramirez. Until next time, my friends, hasta luego, be cool, and stay awesome.